Welcome to the Semicolon Podcast. This is a safe place to discuss a variety of topics centered around mental health. I am your host, Ashley McClellan, a social worker who has learned a lot about mental health along the way. I am here to be a voice, to support, and to learn with you all. Hello, everyone. Welcome back to the Semicolon Podcast. Thank you to everyone that is here listening. You all may have noticed that there was not an episode last week, and I actually did record an episode for last Sunday, but when I played it back, you were able to hear in my voice that I wasn't in a good space. Like that morning was a bit rough for me. Um, My anxiety was high. And so I decided not to post that episode. But later on that day, I was able to talk with my cousin. You know, she helped me process some things. She even gave me some good questions to ask my therapist in my next session. And then later on that evening, I hung out with my two sisters um, to celebrate one of their birthdays. So, I mean, my day turned around. I mean, my spirits were lifted. I was in a good space. So I do regret not you know, sharing that experience with you all because every day is not going to be a good day. Or like in my case, like my morning started off rough, but I was able to turn my day around. And it's like, I didn't stay stuck in my feelings. I didn't isolate myself. Like I actually reached out to people, hung out with people. And those are the things that helped me. So I do regret not sharing that experience with you all. Because like I said, I want to be as transparent as possible on my podcast. And so moving forward, I will be sure to, you know, share, you know, my high days and my low days because we all have them. So let's get into today. I have a very special guest. I want to introduce to you all Preston. Preston and I share a mutual best friend by the name of Marquita, aka Tropical. So I have known Preston for a few years now through Marquita and we have hung out on a few occasions. Preston is a very genuine person and he's fun to be around. So Preston, just like myself, he shared passion for, you know, mental health. So that's why I wanted to have him on this month. I mean, I follow him on Facebook and just to see him speaking out about his struggles and how he's dealing and coping. I just knew I had to have him as a guest. But before we get into the episode, I'm going to have Preston share a little bit about himself. Well, hello, everyone. As Ashley stated, my name is Preston, and I feel honored to be a guest speaker on her semicolon podcast during National Suicide Prevention Month. A little about myself is I'm 33. I live in Chicago, been here for OB nine years in October, originally from a small farm town in central Illinois. I work in the Northwest Burbs in a pharmacy. And when I'm not working, most of my time consists of traveling and just adventuring around and enjoying Chicago. Nice. I really do enjoy seeing the many Facebook posts of you traveling, exploring Chicago, going to different restaurants. Fun fact, 
Preston's favorite food is pasta. You're able to pick up on that just by going out to eat with him or from his many pasta photos on Facebook. But it's admirable to see you out enjoying and living life because that's what life is about. And I know for me personally, I'm working on getting out more. So definitely, you know, going to take some of your adventures and try to do them on my own. So thank you for the many Facebook posts. So let's get into this episode. So I chose Preston to be a guest this month because it is National Suicide Prevention Month. And just like myself, Preston has struggled with suicidal ideation and he also had a suicide attempt about three months ago. I know it was um, before mine. So Preston just celebrated his 33rd birthday and I told him how thankful I was that he was still here to celebrate another year of life. It's truly a blessing and I know he's thankful to still be here with us. So again, Preston, I'm thankful that you're still here with us. So can you talk a little bit about what you were going through at that time and what led up to your attempt? Of course. So I want to begin with, as people, one thing that we all have in common is we all struggle, we all hurt, we all have past trauma, but all this can heal and pass in time. Unfortunately, most of us forget this and we feel like the struggling and pain will never end. We think things will never look up or never get better. We get caught up in all the negativity in this world and our own lives. We get lost in this dark place consumed with bad thoughts, feeling alone, isolated, unwanted, and that we are better off because no one will care. On May 31st, about three months ago, I attempted suicide. The whole day is still very hazy to me. That day I woke up. I just felt so disconnected, confused. I just didn't feel like myself. I went to work, didn't really socialize with anyone. And then when the day was over, I came home. And that's where I began harming myself in several ways and overdosing on different pills. After that, my memories kind of hatched patchy. I remember being outside, being restrained in an ambulance, and then being restrained in a hospital bed because that night I was hospitalized against my will. The next day after some rest, they had me talk to several different people. I didn't say much or open up. When finally paired with the therapist, she asked me the triggering question, Preston, why do you refuse to open up to people? That moment, I finally broke down crying and answered. Every time I try to open up to people, I've always feel like one of three things happens. One, I'm interrupted right away, not allowed to finish, and told, oh, you're such a strong, positive person, you'll get past this. Or two, people roll their eyes at me and get saying I'm being annoying, I'm being dramatic, I'm being attention-seeking, playing the victim, or burning them with my problems. Or three, people get mad at me for being down, saying I'm not the fun person they prefer to be around and to get back to them when I'm feeling better. And I explained to her, I feel like almost every time I try to open up to people, my thoughts, feelings, and issues have never been heard, respected, or valued. So I feel like I gave up a long time ago. Everyone just, it feels like everyone just wants me to be this strong, positive, fun person 24-7, which usually I am. Mm -hmm. But when I'm down, it just feels like no one wants to hear me hear me out until I'm better. And it's situations like, like that that make me bitter, that make me guarded, and why I put up these walls. And why I never let anyone in. So I've always dealt with everything and fought all my battles alone. Most of the time I win my battles, but most sometimes I don't. It puts me in this dark place with all these negative thoughts. 
After I opened up to my therapist, I looked at her and she had tears in her eyes. I could see she felt every word I said and I was finally ready to talk. For three uninterrupted hours, I talked about everything. From childhood to now, all my pain, trauma, rage, anger, worries, fears, insecurities, problems, struggles, pretty much everything I've never really told anyone or never felt like I could tell anyone. She was so in tune with me, just listening with no judgment, giving me feedback, and at the end, my frustration and pain turned into tears of joy and relief. This place is exactly where I needed to be. In the past three months, I've done so much soul-searching, lifestyle changes in part of ways with many people, habits, and beliefs are unhealthy. I've also been doing weekly therapy sessions. I've learned that healing is not about just getting over it or moving on. It's about making peace with your trauma and pain and finding purpose in your life again. I've also learned that almost all positive changes don't really feel positive in the beginning and can be a very rough adjustment, but I'm happy I continue to stay focused and committed to bettering myself. My whole life, I feel like I've always been in complete denial of my depression, anxiety, and the thoughts I had. I did everything I could to cover it up, drown it out, because so many people in our society and the media made me feel like I was weak, attention-seeking, or burdening. So I struggled alone and in silence and unsure of what to do. But now, I'm no longer embarrassed or ashamed. I'm happy I'm here, and I'm happy I finally got the help I needed. And I truly thank you for being open and comfortable and sharing it because that's a lot and it's funny I just posted a Facebook status and I said people are dying in silence because of silence and it's like we have to talk about mental health so I'm just so grateful that you you know when I reached out to you you said yes I feel comfortable let's talk about it because that's what we need to do and another thing that I do want to point out which I really love and I just want to you know emphasize what you said you said that um, that you learned that healing is not about getting over it or moving on but it's about making peace with your pain and trauma and finding your purpose in life again and that is very true it's like first you have to deal with everything you know like you can't just get over it or move on no you have to deal with like exactly peace so I like that you said that and then also what else I want to point out that you said that you I like how you was finally able you know was able to open up to a therapist and share everything from your childhood to now and I also like therapists that connects things back to your childhood because that helps us understand why we may act a certain way or why things are like this it's just all about making those connections and I see that that was a relief for you and that's why I advocate so much for therapy because you're sitting with somebody somebody that's unbiased that's not judgmental and you know people that I mean, and even though it's a professional, I mean, granted, that's their job. But at the same time, it's like you get so much from a therapist. So I'm a huge advocate of therapy. Oh, definitely. And especially like I grew up where, you know, you don't go to therapy. That's mm-hmm. for crazy people. But it's not. It's for any person. It's really helpful. And it made me see like, you know, there are people that care about me. There's a lot of good things about me. And she just helped me reconnect that. And I'm able to reconnect friends who I thought weren't listening but it was me who wasn't opening up to mm-hmm. them and vice versa so it really helped me out a lot and it still continues to help me and a lot of people keep on need to understand it's a process you don't go to one session you're healed you know healing process and you have to continue to go and stay committed and I'm happy mm-hmm. I'm doing that exactly yeah so I recently just started um going back like I just, I think I only had like three sessions but 
even those first three sessions, they have been great. So I am glad that myself, I had, you know, started going back because it, it, it helps. And a lot of people, some people, like, they feel like, you know, well, I tried therapy. I don't have a good therapist. I'm like, you have to keep searching. There are, I mean, granted, there are some bad therapists out there, but there are yeah, so that's <laughs> some good ones. It's just like a you got to find the right one just because you had one bad relationship doesn't mean you give up on love or give up on friendship or anything because I had a bad therapy um, session with the first therapist I was paired with right after I got out of the hospital like she was being rude and snappy with me and I just ended it and I gave myself a break or two and now I found a really good one and we're connecting and they have to keep that in mind too like you're not always going to have a good therapist and just understand that respectively finish the session and then carry on to something better exactly exactly so thank you for sharing that so i do want to yeah. know what do you do for self-care one thing i did notice notice about you is that you like to do puzzles and i thought that was very yeah. interesting <laughs> Yeah. So uh, one thing my therapist says, like, you know, whenever you're bored, get a glass of wine and do puzzles. So I went to like Target, and, like wiped out all their puzzles and started like doing them. And just like it took my mind off things. And it, I mean, sometimes I was like frustrated. I couldn't get things together. But it really took my mind off things it was like relaxing. And I've been doing that. And it's weird. People have been giving me puzzles and I, I take them, I do them, and then on to the next one. <laughs> mm-hmm. No, that's bad. I'm, I'm definitely going to have to try that. I'm going to have to try that. <laughs> What else do you do, if anything else? Um, it's kind of at the end, just taking care of myself and listening to my intuition about things. Um, if I don't feel, let's say, if I'm really stressed out, and I don't feel comfortable going to work. You know, take a mental health day, mm-hmm. once a couple months. Um, at a weekend, if I don't feel like going out and partying, there's nothing wrong with just staying in, staying in comfortable clothes, relaxing and watching a movie. You know, it's all about listening to your intuition, what you want to do. And that's just like taking care of myself. And of course, a lot of it was making lifestyle changes. Like I had to say goodbye to a lot of friends who were toxic to me. Mm-hmm. Um, myself out of codependent relationships with people who were treating me terrible and just rewiring my brain to stop thinking of these negative thoughts when I look in the mirror like oh I'm the ugliest person on the planet you know just putting myself in a better place so that's like the best self-care I've been doing that's good I'm definitely gonna have to take some of that advice I mean I definitely have started like cutting off certain people that has like you know whether if I've been toxic in the situation they've been toxic to me at the end of the day we, we both just toxic to each other so I have learned to like yeah, let those both, people both ways. Yeah, exactly so, yeah, I am making, you know, small changes, and I notice, you know, life has been been better. Yeah. Okay, so I want to know, what advice would you give to those that are struggling with suicidal ideation or feel that they don't have anything to live for? Understand whatever you're going through. First and foremost, you are never alone. Whether you want to think so or not, you're never alone. And there's help and resources out there. Always be brave enough to seek help because whether you're aware or not, there's so many people out there that generally care about you and are rooting for you. And also, too, on the other hand, if you see someone hurting, struggling, or in pain, never look away. Never assume that that person will figure it out or someone else will come along and help them because that very well might not happen. I feel like as people, it's us to come together and end the stigma and start helping one another and start taking care of one each other. Mm -hmm. I like that. And those were wonderful words of encouragement and great 
great advice. So again, I just really want to thank you for, you know, being brave, sharing your story. It was definitely an honor to have you a part of the Semicolon podcast and what this podcast stands for. So I would like to close with this quote by Joshua Marine. Challenges are what makes life interesting and overcoming them is what makes life meaningful. This quote resonated with me because like I've stated, like Preston has stated, we all have a purpose. And like I mentioned earlier, you know, every day is not going to be a good day and we're going to have challenges and how you overcome those challenges, you know, is what give purpose to life is what help us, you know, continue to live life. Like it, I don't know about you all, but it's like, it feels good when you over, overcome something, something that you thought you would never be able to pull yourself out of. And the moment you overcome it, it is a good feeling. And it wants you like, you want to continue to live life and see what else life has to offer you. So Preston, what do you take away from this quote? Oh, there's so much to be take about that quote, but just about like the mainly thing I stand for is like finding purpose in my life again, which I've been doing, and that's a very beautiful quote and great way to wrap up this lovely podcast. <laughs> thank you. So again, thank you, and I can't wait to talk to you all in my next episode. Thank you for having me, Darren. I hope to be back very soon. Much love to you. Yes. Thank you.